0: welcome welcome back for those of you who are coming back to a time to bloom this podcast if you're visiting for the first time it's for women who have a desire to grow and the good news is growth starts exactly where you're at good news for me because i want to grow right alongside with you and today's topic i thought we talk about a term that we use in the fundraising world it may be used elsewhere, but I've been in this field for quite some time, and I've done a lot of training for nonprofit executives and fundraisers, and we use this term in these big events that we're we're planning, and they're usually fundraising events, so there's a lot of pressure leading into the event where you are raising a certain amount of funds for the organization, and at the event, there's still some some of that fundraising being done, but you also have to put on a big production. And you have to have grace under pressure. And that's what we're going to talk about today is grace under pressure. And we use another term similar as grace under fire. A lot of times you're troubleshooting at these large events and you want to have that composure that has grace so people can feel like they can approach you. And so I don't know if you have ever heard this saying. So what is grace under pressure? Well, I'm glad that you asked because we're going to define that for us. And the saying means you're not falling apart. You're not being hysterical. You're not being reactive. But yet you might be a little nervous or maybe something rubbed you the wrong way. You're irritated. You might be flustered about something you're troubleshooting but you're acting gracefully and holding your composure. The definition of grace is elegance or beauty of form, manner, motion, or action. So I think about grace under fire. You're elegant. You're able to handle things in an elegant way. People feel like they can approach you. It doesn't look like something's falling apart, even if it is, and you're not acting that way. I thought this could be really relatable to each of us, whether you're a businesswoman, an executive, or a leader in your profession or ministry. We're all familiar with expectations to meet a goal and to deliver results. As leaders, we're often required to be an example and face that particular challenge with consistent pressure to perform. No matter what's going on, we need to be that example. Then I thought about, wow, as a Christian woman in leadership, in any kind of leadership role, and a leader is somebody who's serving. So you could serve in any capacity in your job or home or ministry. It's our duty to be an example of grace under pressure Because we understand that we have a rare and unique opportunity for others to see Christ in us and through us, especially at our jobs where we spend at minimum 40 hours weekly. And that's a lot of time for people to be around you and a lot of time to be a great example. So I want you to pause for a minute let's take a pause and think about a time that you were faced with a lot of pressure. It could be at a job, it could be maybe in your family, it could be in a relationship, it could be even in your ministry. So think about a time that you were faced with a lot of pressure. Maybe it was a large project with deadlines. Maybe it was a conflict that needed resolution or expectations to meet a certain goal and you were far behind. All of these are something I personally experienced. Those were some of my examples. But pause, think about that for a minute. What did you feel? How did you handle yourself? And how did you represent Christ as a Christian woman? So let me say that again. What did you feel? How did you handle yourself? And how did you represent Christ as a Christian woman? Was it grace under pressure, where you acted gracefully and you held your composure? Or were you panicked under the pressure? We can do both at times, right, I've I've actually done both, I've had to learn along the way. But we know that pressure of life, work, relationships, ministries, they're all inevitable we know that at some time or another, we're going to face some kind of pressure. We may not always see see it in the moment while we're going through it, but pressure most of the time is meant to produce something great, something good. Take a diamond, for instance, you think about that it's produced by heat and pressure. I thought about deep sea diving, I'm from Hawaii. I never did it before, but I had a cousin who used to do it, and he would bring these amazing pictures back. He would dive way beneath the pressure, way down. Of course, he had his tank on. And there was beauty there that you won't find above the pressure. There's beautiful things below the pressure. Think about clay clay that you make ceramic with clay alone is pliable it's soft to the touch it's unstable if you just leave it alone right you can't just let it dry out it'll it'll actually crumble but when you put it to extreme high heat aka pressure the end product is useful and beautiful in a ceramic piece it's solid and pressure is meant to make us more solid. And I never really thought about that. But I wanna lead us to a scripture in 2 Corinthians chapter four. We're gonna read the Passion Translation, Second Corinthians chapter four. We're gonna read seven through 10. And it reads this, we are like common clay jars that carry this glorious treasure within so that the extraordinary overflow of power will be seen as God's, not ours. Though we experience every kind of pressure, we are not crushed. At times we don't know what to do, but quitting is not an option. We are persecuted by others, but God has not forsaken us. We may be knocked down, but not out we continually share in the death of Jesus in our bodies so that the resurrection of the life of Jesus will be revealed through our humanity wow let that one sink in i would reread it if i were you this is a great scripture it's a great version of the scripture and i it makes you think through every and any pressure that comes your way. Persecution, when you get knocked down, you're not gonna be crushed, you won't be forsaken, and you won't be knocked out. That's pretty amazing. Remember, quitting is not an option. So as we relate to this spiritually grace under pressure, pressure is good, it's actually good but how are you gonna handle the pressures that come your way in these areas of your life? The reality is left to our own strength, and I think about myself in this, if you have your own agenda, or if you rely on your own feelings, you know, honestly, we're unpredictable. You just don't know how it's gonna go. And um, pressure may just produce some ugly things in us if we're not careful. It could produce you to be rash, defensive, perhaps rebellious, resentful, you could retaliate, you name it, the list goes on. It's unpredictable, but when, when we have this glorious treasure that we carry with us, we go to work, run our homes and serve in our ministries, that glorious treasure is jesus that's the difference about a christian woman that is a professional a christian woman that has a job in the world a christian woman that works or is a leader of any kind we have jesus and on top of that treasure god allows us to tap into not our own but his extraordinary power i just think to myself wow What a treasure. What a treasure that is. I just need to pause and think about that in the moment. We forget that so often. But when we persevere and tap into God's power, and, you know, we display that heart of grace under pressure, we have a chance to display God's mighty power. People get to see God and not ourselves. He gets to see God through us. And that's pretty incredible. You know, a dear friend once told me, just release some of your pressure. And I thought to myself, really? I must say, um, at that time, it really seemed completely impossible at that moment. And then I came across Matthew 11. Matthew 11, verse 29 to 30. Just read, simply join your life with mine learn my ways and you'll discover that I am gentle, humble, easy to please. You will find refreshment and rest in me for all that I require of you will be pleasant and easy to bear. And this is Jesus speaking. Again, Matthew eleven twenty nine 29 to 30. I will reread this one and let this one sink in for us so it just reads this simply join your life with mine learn my ways and you'll discover that i'm gentle humble easy to please you will find refreshment and rest in me for all that i require of you will be pleasant and easy to bear you know this is a scripture that led me to think a little differently Uh, when i came across it grace under pressure is possible and it actually made me realize that that's how we can get through it in a spiritual way is if we can rely on the scripture it says if you join our life with jesus's life and you learn his ways we have to learn jesus's ways I was not only a businesswoman, this is what it taught me. I was not just a businesswoman. I wasn't just a nonprofit executive, a trainer. I wasn't only a wife and a mother, a mentor, a ministry leader, and all the pressures that came with those roles. That wasn't who I was. You know, I am a disciple of Jesus, I was a student. And a follower of the Almighty King of Kings. I'm a true Christian. That's what a disciple is, right? A true Christian, a follower, a student of Jesus. And Jesus is our King of Kings. That's who I really am. I'm actually a Christian woman who serves in a role of leadership. I'm a Christian woman who serves in a role of being a businesswoman and nonprofit executive. I'm a Christian woman who has, by grace, was handpicked by God to mentor and give my heart as a ministry leader. You know, I think about this. I don't deserve any of the things I have. But I'm also a Christian woman who was given the honor to be a wife. This year is going to be 30 years to my amazing husband. I'm a Christian woman who was given the privilege to be a mother to two amazing sons who honestly would never trade for the world i loved being a mom and still do to these two grown-ups then children so when the pressure is on and i'm feeling overwhelmed rocked, maybe i'm feeling inadequate or insecure or faithless alone i remind myself Matthew 11 it I go back to Matthew 11 and I'm like I'm gonna Matthew 11 this crazy feeling right now so I can have grace under pressure what does that mean Matthew 11 I read it again I remember it I live it and then I display it in my life and it is only by being a Christ centered woman that I'm able to live and lead with grace under pressure that is the only way and so what is your time to bloom this is it for this day that you're in right now when life work relationships ministry anything in your life throws you a curveball and you feel the pressure to perform i want you to matthew 11 it and what does that mean four steps to matthew 11 it read it matthew 11 29 30, read it in a new translation. Spice it up. Remember it. That's number two. Memorize it. Take it with you. Recite it when things get hard. Number three, live it. Join your life with Jesus and keep learning his ways. We're going to do that for the rest of our life. Lastly, display it and respond with grace under pressure. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast and I hope you'll continue to join me and grow with me.